Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Jeremiah Patterson Show. Uh, if you're hearing better sound quality, that's because my grandmother purchased me a mic, so now I can finally, well, there's finally better sound quality on our show. Not that there wasn't better sound quality before, now it's just a mic that I'm recording. What's well, a little lavier mic that uh, is on my shirt here. So let's get right into the news. White House scandals aren't new. In the past, we've had Watergate, Whitewater, and various other political scandals. The Teapot Dome scandal was a really interesting scandal as well, but that's for an upcoming episode. I mean, the Trump administration has been caught up in scandal after scandal. This administration is corrupt and unethical. The President of the United States is refusing to hand over his tax returns. His Secretary of Labor resigned because of having ties with Jeffrey Epstein. His longtime lawyer and friend Michael Cohen was arrested for lying to Congress which is a federal crime, by the way. When you testify before any congressional committee, you take an oath agreeing to tell the truth and nothing but the truth. We've seen various departures from this administration, including the one yesterday. NBC News reported yesterday, quote, Kevin McAllen out as acting Secretary of Homeland Security. President Trump tweeted, quote, Kevin McAllen has done an outstanding job as acting Secretary of Homeland Security. We have worked well together with border crossings being way down. Kevin, now, after many years in government, wants to spend more time with his family and go to the private sector. Congratulations, Kevin, on a job well done. Trump tweeted, quote, I will be announcing the new acting secretary next week. Many wonderful candidates. NBC News went on to say, quote, a former DHS official close to McAllen said he resigned on his own and was not forced out. Uh, that was Ken Cuinselli, uh, acting director of the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services. So I think it's very uh, interesting, and I guess it's not shocking or astonishing that former, uh, now former acting, my now former secretary, former acting secretary of Homeland Security, Kevin McAllen resigned. I do think the Department of Homeland Security is a department that we need to take as serious as the Department of Education and the Department of Defense. We need a confirmed secretary in the Department of this, in, in the department, in the Department of Homeland Security, excuse me, because the Homeland Security Department, it's for security around the entire United States. After 9-11 happened, President George Bush created the Department of Homeland Security, which would immediately be enacted as the next cabinet department, which would later go on under veteran affair, under veteran affairs. So we need a we need a confirmed Secretary of Homeland Security to ensure the safety of Americans in the United States. Uh, later, quote later that month, McAllen told NBC News Lester Holt, NBC News's Lester Holt, that separating migrant families at the U.S. southern border is quote not on the table because the policy was not worth it. From an infor because the policy was quote not worth it. From an enforcement perspective, well, uh, that's that's very interesting. Uh, so, for me reading that there, it looks like McAllen kind of disagrees with the Trump administration. Also, from the New York Times article last week that I reported on on this show, uh, I read more into that article when I got off the show, and I found this part in the article. It says, quote, Once on the ground... Mr. Trump met up with Mrs. Nielsen and worked a and worked a room filled with border patrol agents. Start turning away migrants at the border, he told them. My message to you is 
keep them all out, the president said. Every single one of them. The country is full. After the president left the room, Mr. McAllen, which is the acting secretary, of, which was the acting secretary of Homeland Security at that time, told the agents to ignore the president. You absolutely, quote, you absolutely do not have the authority to stop processing migrants altogether, he warned. And so that is the part that I found very interesting uh, from the article. And as I read that last weekend and just hearing the news that Secretary McAllen uh, resigned, uh, he's, he's out as Secretary of Homeland Security. It, it, it just it reminded me of some several points because we've seen lots of departures uh, in the Trump administration. And I think it'll be really interesting to see who becomes the next, uh, the next, the new DHS secretary. Uh, but remember this moment when President Trump announced John Kelly will be leaving? But I don't know if I can say retiring, but John Kelly will be leaving. But I don't know if I can say retiring, but he's a great guy. Uh, John Kelly will be leaving uh, at the end of the year. We'll be announcing who will be taking John's place. It might be on an interim basis. I'll be announcing that over the next day or two. But John will be leaving at the end of the year. He's been with me almost two years now, as you know, between the two positions. So uh, we're probably going to see him in a little while. But John Kelly. Ready? Are you ready? So John Kelly will be leaving. Well, that was when Kelly was chief of White House chief of staff. Now you may be thinking, why is he playing that particular clip? Well, to answer your question, I played that clip because John Kelly was the Trump administration's first secretary of Homeland Security before moving to the White House as chief of staff. Speaking of chief of staff, let's talk about Mick Mulvaney. Mick Mulvaney is the acting White House chief of staff. That's really not such a thing as an acting chief of staff. Well, there's really no such a thing as acting chief of staff. The White House Chief of Staff is not confirmed by the Senate. They are hired by the President, not appointed. So it was really perplexing and the Trump when the Trump administration named Mick Mulvaney as acting White House Chief of Staff. From being accused of colluding with Russia in 2016 to calling the Ukrainian President and asking him for help in 2020. The President has always contradicted these things and sweets out his anger. Here's an audio clip of a recording from 2018 of me reporting on the president's tweets. Good afternoon, I'm Jeremiah Patterson and you're listening to Political Highlights of the Day. I'm here with another episode and I'm reading, I just read one of President Donald Trump tweets and here it goes. Donald Trump says, quote, Russian collusion with the Trump campaign one of the most successful in history is a total hoax. The Democrats paid for the phony and discredited Dozier, which was along with Comey, McCabe, Strzok, and his lover, the lovely Lisa Page, useful, used to begin with the witch hunt disgrace. Disgraceful. Wow. Just uh, just just hours ago, he he uh, told Jeff Sessions to back off. Here's another one of his tweets. This is a terrible situation. An attorney, General Jeff 
Attorney General Jeff Sessions should stop this wretched witch hunt right now before it continues to stain or our country any further. Bob Mueller is totally conflicted and his 17 angry Democrats that are doing his dirty work are a disgrace to the USA. Wow. Thanks for listening to political highlight of the day. I mean, political highlights of the day. That's the president attacking the people who are investigating him. He was attacking Robert Mueller, former special counsel, and was in charge of the Mueller report of investigating if the president did obstruct justice in the Mueller report, which in fact he did. The president colluded with a foreign power in 2016. A foreign power attacked our elections and voted for Trump as Hillary Clinton was defeated. They released emails of Hillary Clinton. Does this not seem like Watergate? I know you probably have continuously heard that term over and over and over again, but it's just like Watergate with those men going to the DNC headquarters and taking those files just to do Nixon's dirty work. And Nixon resigned. He is about to be impeached for it, but he resigned. Spiro Agnew almost being caught up in the same thing. I mean, the, that entire administration was corrupt. But there are deeper White House scandals and more White House scandals that not many Americans know about. Very special. But j- just pointing back to this point, a foreign power attacked our elections. And just leading off to the episode of Grab Your Popcorn, I report it on, from that Washington Post article, that President Trump said he didn't, oh, Russia uh, Russia interfered in our elections. It's no big deal. Well, this is exactly what George Washington feared. Foreign powers interfering in our elections and other things. We cannot, we cannot go back to this. Matter of fact, we never were in this. Presidents are elected legally, not illegally. Presidents should be elected by the American people, not a foreign power. A foreign power attacked our democracy. America is under attack by Russia. That attacked our democracy in 2016. Donald Trump won that election. Hillary Clinton was defeated. But is Hillary Clinton going to run for president in 2020? Hmm. More on that story coming up next. Welcome back. So earlier this morning, I was on another podcast, uh, Politics Weekly with Nolan Cleary. I was on that podcast this morning uh, before I essentially got down, got started and started to write out my own show. So Nolan talked about Hillary Clinton uh, potentially running for president again. When he said that, I thought, okay, maybe it's a hypothetical statement. Maybe she is going to run. Maybe she's not. But depending on if Mrs. Clinton, former Secretary of State, former First Lady, former U.S. Senator, if Hillary Clinton runs for president again, uh, it'll be, I think it'll be really interesting in determining who the new front runner will be. Because I remember reading a, a Vox article earlier this week, and Elizabeth Warren, she sort of took over as front runner. Her poll numbers shot up, and I believe Joe Biden is uh, under her now, or around that time under Bernie and uh, the rest of them. 
But so it, if Hillary Clinton does run in 2020 as to run against Donald Trump again and to be the next president of the United States, uh, I do think she may become the new front runner. Well, CNN Politics reports uh, this is the point with Chris Klizla. Excuse me, I may have said that wrong. Uh, Chris Silza, uh, he says, quote, Hillary Clinton is joking about running again in 2020, right? And and I like how he sort of put it as a political question. Like, is she joking or is she actually going to run in 2020 again? Uh, Hillary Clinton, she still is very active. Uh, I remember her uh, posting some pictures, uh, not only on Instagram, but on other various social media sites about this new book that she's been working on. Uh, She's already published the book and she wrote it with her daughter, Chelsea Clinton. I believe it's called Gutsy Woman. And she talks, she puts some very important and good women in that book. Uh, I have not bought the book yet, but just from reading uh, perspectives online, it seems like a really good book. Uh, But let's get into the article. It says, quote, in response to a President Donald Trump tweet Wednesday, urging Clinton to answer the race, the former Secretary of State responded, quote, don't tempt me, do your job. Then, in an interview with PBS, Judy Woodruff, Clinton said this in response to a question about Trump urging her to run again, quote, so maybe there does need to be a rematch. I mean, obviously, I can't beat him. I can't. I can beat him again. Woodruff noted via Twitter that Clinton added that she was joking. Those comments come just a few weeks after Clinton drew tons of media attention by referring to Trump as quote a corrupt human tornado in an interview with CBS. In that same interview, she said this of the 2016 and 2020 campaigns quote. I believe that, look, there were many funny things that happened in my election that will not happen again. And I'm hoping that public, that both the public and press understand the way Trump plays the game. And uh, Mrs. Clinton went on to say, quote, well, this article from CNN says, quote, I'm not running, but I'm going to keep on working and speaking and standing up for what I believe. Uh, she told CNN affiliate News 12 Westchester, Westchester in New York, quote, I want to be sure that the people, that people understand I'm going to keep speaking out. I'm not going anywhere. So that is Hillary Clinton announcing that she's not going anywhere. She is not uh, exiting politics. and She's always staying in politics. Uh, but if Mrs. Clinton does change her minds, I, I think the Democratic Party will welcome her back. And if that happens, we are potentially looking at a 2020 Democratic president, 2021 Democratic president named Hillary Clinton. Uh, Following those reports, uh, thank you for all of you who listened to the episode, Madam President, as I was talking about, if a woman became president, uh, that's not just hypothetical, but that can actually happen. Um, Now, going back to that point of listening to that episode of Madam President, Uh, which I did report on. I think it's very possible that a woman could be president in 2020. For Elizabeth Warren to become the new front runner right now, I think that Elizabeth Warren, if she became president, I don't know who she's going to pick as her vice president. But for me being on Nolan's show this morning, he did talk about Elizabeth Warren. She met with uh, Andrew Gillum. 
He ran for that Senate. He ran in in the midterm elections, not for the Senate race, but he ran in the midterm elections. I believe is for that Florida seat. Yes, is in Florida, and he's running uh, against another candidate uh, on the Republican side. But she met with him. And so, yeah, I think that'll be a really interesting ticket. And I do think it's actually, it's a great ticket. But of course, it was just hypothetical. She's just meeting with him. She didn't announce it or anything. But uh, if the Democratic Party picks Elizabeth Warren to be the 2020, uh, if the Democratic Party picks Elizabeth Warren to be the 2020 Democratic candidate, their, their pick, like whoever's picked at the Democratic National Convention, they're going up against whoever it's going to be, whoever the Republicans pick, it, whether the Republicans pick Donald Trump or Bill Weld, or I believe there are some other candidates. I do not recall the other candidates, but I do believe there are some other candidates uh, from South Carolina and various other states. So I do think that'll be very interesting to see Elizabeth Warren on that stage. But also it's going to be great because Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren, she can fight and she does not, she will not tolerate Donald Trump's uh, Donald Trump's rhetorical comments and his punches uh, at her. Uh, so a, a recent Fox News reporting, uh, it says that 51% of Americans uh, want Trump impeached and removed. 4% of Americans want Trump impeached but not removed. And I think this will be a very interesting uh, discussion because I remember having this discussion with my grandpa about impeachment. And if the president is impeached but not removed, he's going to spark up concern like, oh, well, they, they impeached me, but they didn't have anything. So, yeah, and then he's going to rant on, of course, and call it an entire witch hunt like he always does and saying collusion, no collusion, collusion. So, yeah, that's going to happen, of course. Uh, it's practically inevitable at this point. And then 40% of Americans are saying that the president should not be impeached. Well, let's think of all of the things that is a potential uh, an impeach that is that is an impeachable offense. The president of the United States he called a foreign power. He told them to interfere in our elections. Well, excuse me, he didn't darkly tell them. Well, I think he did, but yes, he asked them to interfere in the 2016 2020 presidential elections. Then, 2016. Russia interfered in our elections, and if you're reading the Mueller report, which I'm still currently reading, uh, you can find various points in there that <laughs> George Papadopoulos, uh, Paul Manafort's in jail now, Michael Cohen's in jail now, they all went down, and Trump is about to go down with them. So that's going to be very interesting. Uh, quote, privately, the president had often talked about fortifying a border wall with a water-filled trench stocked with snakes or alligators, prompting aides to seek a cost estimate. He wanted the wall electrified with spikes on top that could pierce human flesh. That is illegal, Mr. President. Also, I want to shoot the migrants in the leg if they throw rocks. Mr. President, that is illegal. So, as you can see, the President of the United States is trying to do lots of illegal things, and illegal things lead up to an impeachable offense if you're the President of the United States. That's like a citizen uh, putting a threat on social media and not expecting a, a, con a consequence, like from the FBI or something. That is illegal. So, all of these illegal things have led up to an impeachment in inquiry, 
and this is why Nancy Pelosi has launched it. And I think it'll be very interesting uh, as this leads on. Um, I've never watched the Watergate hearings before, but I, I, as as I always say, or as people or other people are telling me, this is a really good time to be living right now. This is really interesting. We can tell our kids and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren that we saw the 45th president of the United States get impeached. As I reported in my previous episode, I believe, depending on your political perspective, that's either a great thing or a not-so-great thing. But moving on here, it just depends. It, I mean, it's absolutely incredible. I mean, the president just blatantly says things out. I mean, right after he told Ukraine to come interfere in the 2020 elections because he's afraid that Joe Biden may win the presidency, he admitted, he admitted on the South Lawn, yeah, I called China. Yeah, I called China. It's no big problem. I told them to come interfere in the 2020 elections. It's, it's not a big deal. We can just brush it off. So all, all of these things, this is what's led to the impeachment inquiry. And based on all of this and all of this evidence and him not being meticulous and all of this evidence... I think that Donald Trump will be impeached. I do. That's my perspective. I think that Donald Trump will be impeached. Why? Because of all of this. He wants to shoot migrants in the legs because of his hatred and his xenophobic remarks and rhetorical remarks towards migrants. Remember that time when those bombs were mailed to critics of President Trump, Barack Obama, uh, Hillary Clinton, and other sources and other critics of Trump? Cesar Sayoc? Oh, yeah, that was a Trump supporter. Yeah, Cesar Sayoc was a Trump supporter. Oh, wow, because why Why did that happen? Because the president of the United States, he kept attacking the press. And not, not only was this directed to that, yeah, he kept attacking the press. And he kept attacking those people. And those became critics of, the, of Trump. And so Cesar Sayoc was like, you know, I'm just going to mail bombs to these guys. And so those bombs were mailed. greatly and uh, great to blessings that we they are still alive today. They are still alive today. Those bombs were not detonated, which is a good thing, and they are still alive today. I remember reporting uh, back then, it was in 2018, I believe this is April or May or March, uh, three different months there, but I believe this is March, April, or May when I reported that this Former Coast Guard, well, I, he believes he was current at the time, Coast Guard uh, personnel, he had a, a sort of a list that had journalists on it, and certain, I think it was full of journalists or certain people that he wanted to kill, uh, that he wanted to murder. And he had guns, ammunition, all of his guns, all of his weapons ready, ready to go kill them. Uh, lots of people were on that list. And once again, that person was a Trump supporter. And why? Those people on the list were press members of the press. Members of the press doing their job. Those people were not killed because that Coast Guard personnel, that, per, that Coast Guard person was arrested. When George Washington and the Founding Fathers such as James Madison, which is known as the father of the Constitution, 
when they wrote the Constitution, they gave us our rights. And a, a right that's in the admin, it's that's in one of the amendments, First Amendment, I believe, is that we have the freedom of press and the freedom of speech and the freedom to do certain things. The press has been reporting for years whether presidents like the press or not. The press has been reporting for years. That's their job because our Constitution wrote that we have the freedom of press. First Amendment. So it, it almost makes me want to think, is the president attacking the First Amendment? Is he? Well, we'll see. We'll just have to see. Because all of this is just sparking up with all of his xenophobic remarks, all of his rhetorical comments, and somebody, somebody is listening really close and they are planning a devastating attack. Just like Cesar Sayoc failed. Just like the co that Coast Guard person, he failed. They are planning these attacks. The El Paso mass shooting, that was a Trump supporter, a white supremacist. He shot those innocent people in that El Paso Walmart. Just shopping. Innocent civilians just shopping. He stopped at the Walmart because he was, quote, hungry, which I really don't understand. Killing innocent people. Innocent people. Not just adults, but young kids as well, who had their whole lives ahead of them. Just weeks before school started. Some were school shopping. A Walmart should not be a place where we should fear that we're going to get shot. We should walk in Walmart with a peace of mind, knowing that we can buy something without fearing that we may hear the sound of a gunshot, just like in schools. That person that killed over 20 people in that El Paso Walmart, that person was a Trump supporter, and he did that because of the president's xenophobic and rhetorical remarks towards migrants in this country. Migrants are not a bad thing in this country. Migrants are a great thing in this country. Migrants are what have helped build this country, going all the way back to the 1900s, when Europeans and Mexicans and people from Ireland and Great Britain in other countries, left their countries because of rape and famine diseases going on and various other things. If the United States is a good country, we have to show better leadership. We need a president that respects us, not attacks us. We need a president that is for all of the people, not just one people. We need a president that represents the entire nation, not just half of the nation. We need a president that respects the Democrats. We need, excuse me, we need a president that respects the Democrats and the Republicans, not just one party. And politicians in Washington, including you, Mr. President, 
we always need to remember to put country before party. Country before party. When 9-11 happened, they put country before party. When these devastating shootings happen, for some reason, it's party before country on the Republican side. But the Democrats are trying to get action taken to stop these shootings from happening. Parkland was two years ago, two years ago, when those innocent kids and some faculty members were killed in a school two years ago, and action has still not been taken. Devastating shootings are happening. Our elections have been attacked in the past. The president's xenophobia and rhetorical comments are causing people to shoot to shoot the people he hates and to mail bombs to critics of the president himself. America, what is going on? Stay with us on the Jeremiah Patterson Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back. And here's the last note. So once again, I'd like to say thank you to all of you who have been listening to our show. All of you have encouraged your friends, your loved ones, your girlfriends, your boyfriends, your family members to listen to this show. Thank you everyone so much. Uh, people have found out that my podcast is on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcasts, go find it. And thank you for the five-star ratings, and thank you for rating this podcast and leaving leaving comments. But before you go, before you exit your podcasting app, which you are currently listening to, I'd like you to do one thing. So there are three ways you can do this. One, uh, we're th- I'm thinking, not we, I'm thinking about doing a spooky politics episode on the Jeremiah Patterson Show. Now, if you want me to do that, there are three ways you can do this. One... You can email The Jeremiah Patterson Show. You just have to type in The Jeremiah Patterson Show at gmail.com. You can do that. Or another thing you could do is send us a voice message on Anchor. Or the third thing you could do, uh, you could send us a voice message on Anchor requesting uh, the Spooky Politics episode. Or the third thing you could do is go to our YouTube channel Comment on any one of our videos by requesting, comment on any one of my videos, excuse me, uh, for the Spooky Politics episode. And so that is how I will find out. And if I get enough people, well, I'll do it. Uh, another thing, another couple of things before we go here, I mean, before I go here, excuse me, I keep saying we, a couple of things before I go here is... There is going to be a special Columbus Day episode. Uh, Columbus Day episode. I will be reporting on that uh, about Christopher Columbus and his great exploration of exploring the New World. So I will be reporting on that. Uh, Another thing is the 1920s episode. I'll be covering President Harding and the scandal of the Harding administration. Not many people know about that. Why? Because I think other people have perceived Harding as not such a good recognized president. So, yeah. 
Anyway, guys, thank you for listening to this episode of the Jeremiah Patterson Show. Have a great day, and remember to stay positive and inspired. But don't forget to do those three things. Let me repeat that again. You can send a voice message to our show, to my show, the Jeremiah Patterson Show, by requesting a spooky politics episode. Or you could comment on any one of my videos on my YouTube channel requesting a spooky politics episode. Or you could just email the Jeremiah Patterson Show at gmail.com requesting a spooky politics episode. And of course, I will check in all of that. And of course, if we can, if I get enough responses, then it will be done. And I will type that script up and I will throw on some Halloween music, Halloween music and it will be done. Once again, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of the Jeremiah Patterson Show. Have a great day. Remember to stay positive and inspired. Always love, smile, and have a great day.